0: Touching Jesus tonight. We have a couple written requests. We'll remember Brother uh, Ben Norrod in our prayers. He's at home sick with respiratory virus and needs a touch from the Lord. I believe that's going around quite a bit right now. Sister Naomi's not feeling good tonight, but she's here. Lord bless you. I'll say our our pastor's been struggling with it as well, but just pray the Lord will touch him and strengthen him for the service tonight. And I'm sure there's many other needs. If you'll just make that known by an uplifted hand, God sees what we have need of in the service tonight. Brother Kyle, I think, was in an accident just before church uh, tonight, but he's okay. I don't think the vehicle's too good, but he is, and we thank the Lord for that tonight. Amen. Brother Jonathan, come lead us in prayer.
1: Amen. Y'all be happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. An opportunity to worship tonight, an opportunity to praise. Let's just come together as a church, go to prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord. Lord, what an opportunity tonight, Lord. Lord, that we can gather ourselves together, Lord, and we can, Lord, with your help, Lord, push everything out of our minds, Lord, concerning the earth and concerning the world and all of its treasures. Lord, we can just focus upon you tonight, Lord. Lord, we come, Lord, with needs in our lives, Lord, with hands lifted up, requests, Lord, sicknesses going around, Lord. Lord, you see each and every one, the ones who are spoken and unspoken. Lord, you see their needs. Lord, you see their condition at home. Lord, you see their condition, Lord, as they're struggling through it. Lord, would you just send your healing power to them, Lord. Touch each and every one. Strengthen their bodies, Lord. Raise them up in your lovely name, Lord. And Lord, you see us as we gather tonight for service, Lord. And you see the outcome before we even come together. Lord, I ask you to be with us, Lord. Touch Mother Mark, the musicians, Lord. Anoint them to sing the songs of Zion, Lord. To lift our hearts, Lord, in worship and praise. That, Lord, we can get freedom in the Spirit of God, Lord. And we could love you. We could raise our hands. We could worship you. And then we could receive from you, Lord. And we ask you to bless our pastor. Touch his body, Lord. Strengthen it, Lord. Heal it, Lord. Lord, touch him as he would speak the words tonight, Lord. Uh, what the intrigue in our hearts, Lord, to uh, bond us together, Lord, in prayer, Lord. Uh, Lord, go another mile. Lord, be with us, Lord. Lord, we love you, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. In your lovely name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Are you ready to worship the Lord tonight? Amen. It's good to have you, brothers, with us tonight. You can- uh, Dixon. All right, God bless you. Good to have you tonight. Thank you. Oh, you have heard of little
2: Moses in the borough. You have heard of fearless David and his flee. You have heard the story told of dreaming Joseph and of Jonah and the well you all. Now there are many, many others through the Bible, I should like to meet them all I do declare, by and by the Lord will surely let us meet them at that time. at all. Bitch will have no place at all. There will never be a sermon preached to sinners, for the sinner had refused to heed the call.
0: Can have a meeting here tonight, too, if we'll just let go and let God have his way. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this. Well, I once was lost in
2: sin, but Jesus took me in, and the light from heaven filled my soul. Oh. Yeah. Hey.
0: what makes the difference is just have a little talk with Jesus. Praise the Lord. You say I'm not able
2: I'm too young or I'm too old I can't sing or
3: teach
2: and no title do I hold Lord, what can I do, for I want to do my part, and I want to help the hurting, with all all Oh
0: We know that's the truth, that's something we can do is just to pray about yeah, a situation yeah. Satan likes to make us think he's got us in a corner, he's that's got right. us where we can't get out right. but all you have to do is look up, Lord I need your help and yes, before Lord. you know it you're on the other side yes, he's way back behind us over there. amen, that's our God tonight yes. amen. Yeah. let's sing this I think it's in the key of Jesus and
2: if the world from you it holds of it's silver and it's gold and you have
0: burdens tonight is to him.
2: And I must tell Jesus all of my trials, all of my Burden, burdens alone in my distress and end
0: To say anymore. The song says it all. Jesus, can help me. Jesus alone. You can have your seats tonight, and have our ushers to come and receive the offering for the service tonight. And you just give it to the Lord, and He'll bless you for it. Sister Rachel, good to have you back. I know you've been feeling bad too. We thank the Lord for touching. One more song. We'll have Sister Ashley to be getting ready to sing for us tonight. <laughs> Has <Thank you. laughs>
2: fear. Come against your mind, has your faith been?
0: believers do we have in here tonight? Amen. The majority, praise the Lord. We've got more Lord. believers than make believers and unbelievers. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise Sister Ashley, come ahead and sing for us. If you
1: really
0: sincerely come before him tonight, and you have a need, before this service is over, if you have faith enough, God will take care of that need. Amen. You've got to believe that way. He's either God or He's not. He created everything—the heavens and the earth, and all the things that there in are. So, what kind of thing that we have, God can't handle. Amen. me while Many yes, times, but right. Satan just wants to put things in front of us and right, make yeah. us look at that. Yeah, yeah. But we got to look beyond that. That's look right. at, look yeah. at faith. And I, I, we usually sing a song here sometime, and I only do the chorus of it. But uh, soon I'll soar like an eagle, right. high on wings of grace, far into the heavens where I can almost see God's face, right. rising in His splendor to heights I've never knew. Where a once like like a mountain is just a hill from heaven's that's point of view. Amen. But there's a verse we don't sing. It says, I may face things tomorrow that I can't comprehend today. Right. Circumstances so uncertain, they make it hard to find the strength to pray. Yes. But I'm living in the promise right. that I'll never leave you and I'll always see you through. Yes. So what's this mountain to an eagle flying high from heaven's point of view? Amen. 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 Let's all stand together tonight as we invite our pastor. The Lord has laid on his heart for us looking so forward to what he has in yeah. store. I know God's got a, a barrel full for us tonight. He's going to fill it up and run it over. We don't have the strength to do it ourselves sometimes. Just thankful. That somebody pray.
4: Happy somebody pray for you. Praise God. Good evening to you. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. What better place can we be today than to be where the saints of God are gathered in his presence? Praise the Lord. We thank God for the musicians. I certainly enjoy the um, songs uh, that were singing. We appreciate all the good singing. What would church be like if we didn't have singing? And hand clapping and shouting and dancing and a good time in the presence of God. We're not in a morgue, you know. We're in a house of God. We're here to worship Jesus Christ. But Phil, God bless you. Good to see you. What a blessing to be in the presence of the Lord. Let me give you a quick couple quick announcements. I've been forgetting to announce this. Um, On uh, July 27th through the 30th, uh, they'll be having their annual tent. Revival in South Carolina. I believe Brother Henry Simmons is the host of that meeting, and I, I preached at attempt tent meeting before, and all of us from this church went. So this year, they've asked me to come and to speak for them, so we would love for you to come along if you would like to join us, and I'm telling you what, you're in for some good soul worship there. Hallelujah. Prayer lines and a good time in the presence of the Lord, so... I'm going to get all that information up on the board for you for hotels. i like all our young people to go. Who know you might even meet your mate there. Right. Hallelujah. God's got somebody for you, so we'll look forward to that. That's uh, Tent Revival, Annual Tent Revival, July 27th, 30th, 30th. I think that is in Columbia, South Carolina. It's in Columbia, South Carolina. So uh, you're invited to come to that, and um, we'll, we'll have the hotels for you. We'll try to get a group of us, Brother Jonathan, the youth, and Get you guys some rooms and go up there and just have a good time with our precious saints of God in the presence of the Lord. This uh, Friday, June 9th at 2 p.m. here at the Tabernacle, we have the uh, active shooter drill and assessment safety with PowerPoint presentation from the Rutherford County Sheriff Department here at the church. So you're welcome to be here. Come along and uh, get educated how to be safer. We know we're safe in Jesus Christ. But we need wisdom to know how to walk uh, in this world as well. If you have your Bible, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 10. Samuel chapter 2, verse 10. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth. He shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Amen. How many of you are God's anointed? Hallelujah. You know what the Word of God says? Touch my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You believe that? God is able to break in pieces the bonds of every adversaries. In Revelation chapter 12. A quick reading tonight. Verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought with his angels. And prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. The great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil. Now I don't see how in the world... People will deny serpent seed. I mean, here it is, right here. You know he's a person. He's not a snake crawling around. That's his cursed form. But here he was in heaven called that old serpent, called the devil. Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast, uh, he was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accuseth them before God day and night. This is all Satan can do. He's been stripped of every power he has. He doesn't have a home. He doesn't have a key to his own house. He's stripped of every power and authority. The Bible says all power is given unto us. The only thing he can do is bluff. All he can do is bluff, lie to us, accuse us. An accusation is not enough substantial evidence unless you have witnesses. And I want you to know that Jesus Christ has canceled out every power and accusation of Satan today. And even right now, he has no witness against the church. He's a bluff. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ephesians 6 and 12. For well, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now I wanted to set the, um, uh, the groundwork for the message tonight with these scriptures. I'll come back and evangelize on them by the grace of God. How many has got a need tonight? Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we love you tonight, Lord, as we have gathered in the house of God. We would ask that your Holy Spirit will just come and captivate my mind, my thoughts, oh God, and everything tonight that will be said. God, I just pray that you'll have control of my vocabulary and may the Spirit of God move into the heart, mind, and soul of your people tonight, Lord. We love you, Lord. We give you praise. Hands were raised, my hands raised, Father. I pray for those that are sick, I have some type of little... A virus or something has been floating around. But I just pray, God, you'll curse every germ cell of virus in this building. In the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, heal your people. Now I pray as we venture into the word. In Jesus' name, the church says. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You May be seated. This is the family part 12. And I want to incorporate in this family segment tonight. Uh, I mentioned it on Sunday. Warfare prayers. As we understand that we are living in a time where... As people of God, we, we must understand the season and the hour and the day that we live and know who we are. If we do not know who we are, where we're standing, what our purpose is, and where we're going, then we will be aimlessly walking through life. But as Christians tonight, as a family, as a church family, we are here together to gather in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ under the hospice of the anointing of angels who are all around us now you may not realize it but when you came into this service tonight an angel escorted you in and sat you down at the place you are seated so the atmosphere tonight is all is all infiltrated with a heavenly host and we're empowered by the presence of Jesus Christ Now, I want to speak on the warfare prayers tonight because I believe as I was preaching here on Sunday and talking about the heavenlies and the earth itself is is totally possessed and contaminated with demonic powers and evil spirits. As we know that Satan was cast out of heaven into the atmosphere, the elements. Now, we know that the heavenlies is the elements, the atmosphere around us and the earth. And right now, Satan had power and dominion over the heavenlies and the earth itself. It is full of demonic power. And I, made, I made reference of how uh, that uh, when our prayers are going up, they have to uh, go through many, many war zones before they enter into the presence of God and where the angels can be ready to be dispatched at our request. And in the, in the message of future home of the heavenly bride and the earthly bride. Brother Brown said, now Satan, all the sin that's in the heaven about, above, he is the prince of the power of the air. He keeps off, wars off the blessings from God. Uh, in there comes thunderboards." Bolts of lightnings and strikes the earth and everything from the heavens. Seats of uh, seething rain and typhoon storms and everything comes from above, which is Satan, the prince of the power of the air. I want to encourage you tonight because it is so easy to pray for a little while and then ease up on your prayer. It is so easy to be fervent in your prayer life and then uh, before long you find yourself lost uh, for words or even refrain from uh, that season and time of prayer in your life. But I want to encourage you tonight to stay fervent before God because you understand that Satan controlled the heavenlies and the atmosphere. And as our prayer comes up into the atmosphere of God, the prophet says now Satan is there to war off the blessings from God. He's there to deflect your prayers every time that you're praying. How many of us have been praying for years and years and months and days and weeks about a particular thing and it seems like there's no answer that is coming? Well, this message is just for you because I want to encourage you that Satan might be warring up your prayer from entering into the presence of God. I want to encourage you to keep filling the heavenlies with your prayer. Because I want to tell you this, that somewhere along the way, your prayers are going to break through the atmosphere and find its way in the presence of God. Somewhere the heavens will have to burst forth and your prayer will come into the throne of God. Now there is a raging battle going on day and night between two opposite forces. And you know, you may not believe it, but whether you believe it or not, you're involved in that battle anyway. Whether you want to be engaged, whether you have asked to be enlisted in this battle, whether you volunteered or whether you want to. There are two powers and forces that surrounds the atmosphere. And you was chosen as a child of God to be engaged in spiritual warfare. Now this battle is going on between the negative and positive powers, evil and good, the real thing and the counterfeit, the light and darkness, right and wrong. There is a war that's taking place in the earth and in the atmosphere. How many times have you prayed and you seem like your prayer just go to the ceiling and come right back down? What it is, is is you see demonic powers that are there that's warring off that prayer. But friends, I want you to know, God has given us a promise that if we pray, that God will answer us. If we knock, that God will open to us. And that is not just one knock and then just get up and leave. God wants you to continually be knocking continue to be praying because that prayer someday some moment maybe even tonight will find its way into an atmosphere hallelujah that activates the supernaturals that will release the answer to you tonight Uh, some people uh, uh, got involved from their mother's wombs and are still fighting some of you before you were born Satan was fighting you Because somewhere he senses there's something powerful and supernatural about this child that is about to be born. And Satan now engages in the atmosphere and surroundings around us. And he can sense something is going on that is supernatural. If there's one person that understands the supernatural, that is Satan. Because he was in the very presence of God in the supernatural atmosphere where God was uh, now doing miracles for his people. You know, some starts as soon as they were born. And it's a serious battle uh, where uh, no one can be uh, neutral uh, uh, tonight. Satan is, uh, the Bible will tell us, an intelligent strategist and an abstinent fighter he's not like us he, he doesn't get tired one thing about satan is uh, his persistence he is an abstinent fighter he's not one that's going to give up he's not one that's going to just uh, just try to give in he's a fighter and to meet that power as christians today we have got to be prayed up He refuses to acknowledge defeat until he's completely defeated. Can I get a big amen? So consequently, consequently, all the lost grounds must be recovered from him tonight. As Christians, we must be resolute about our prayers. We must know that God hears our prayers. We must know that our prayers are not in vain. If our prayers didn't get answered, I want you to know that there is principality power who had intercepted your prayer and has canceled that out. But friends, tonight we are reloading by the grace of God. We are reloading by the grace of God. And we're going to fire by God's grace. If you don't hit it, fire again. Reload again and fire again. Because your prayer is going to burst the heavenlies. In the name of Jesus Christ, you believe it. You see, sometimes uh, Satan renews attack, and any ground that you have recovered from him must be properly defended tonight. If God has given you your children, you have to defend those children. If God has given you your healing, you've got to defend your healing. If God has touched your mind and your economics, you've got to defend your territory that God has given you. You believe it? You have to consistently defend your grounds. Now understand that prayer is not preparation for the battle. It is the battle. It is the battle. We don't say, I'm getting prepared to... Fight the enemy. The way we fight the enemy is uh, we pray. And You and I find ourselves uh, in a geographical location where demons were already uh, ruling before we were born. You see, before we were born, Satan power had laid claim upon the earth. I read in Revelation where the Bible said he was cast down into the earth. With his angels. Therefore demonic power. Evil spirits. uh, Are controlling. The earth itself. It's their world right now. But praise God. It will be our world. Soon to come. You believe it. Satan is a prince and power. Of the air on the earth. But we will take control. Of it by the grace of God. This is Satan's Eden. This is Satan's Eden, but it'll be purified by holy fire, and God will give it back to us. you believe it. It is an environment where practically all our lands has been uh, been given and donated to uh, demons. In Revelation chapter 12 and 12, look there with me. The Bible says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down onto you. You realize maybe certain places, I preach this many times, certain places you live might be controlled by demonic powers. Witchcraft and sorceries and evil spirits. Hotels you go into, you better be prayed up. You better be praying over those places. There's all kind of perverted spirits hanging around those places. All kind of sicknesses and demons and, and, and diseased germ cells that are in those places. Yeah. They're controlled by demonic powers. Yeah. Now I'm not trying to scare you tonight. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Because I believe that we have the antidote tonight. You believe that? Yeah. I believe as praying saints, we have the power in the name of Jesus Christ. to take control of our territories. Yeah. And this environment is where warfare prayer comes in. Now, as I mentioned before, there are different kinds of prayers. For example, prayer of faith, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of praise, prayer of petitions, prayer of commitment, prayer of consecration, and prayer of agreement. But then there is warfare prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. People who are anointed by the Holy Ghost that take control of the atmosphere that is around them. Remember when Adam fall, he lost his power. But by the spoken word of God, through the restoration of the word, that power has been restored back into the church. And now we have that power at our disposal tonight. Now, we need warfare prayers to successfully fight the battle that is facing us tonight. Now, warfare prayer is the kind of prayer that brings the victory of Jesus over the host of evil. No evil power, hell itself, cannot prevail against warfare prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a battle going on. I want you to understand tonight. There is a battle going on. And warfare prayer is essential to destroy satanic environments and influences upon our lives. Persistent prayer for a certain request will produce a breakthrough. You believe that? You got to pray. Hallelujah. The old saints years ago they prayed. They pray until the heavens were shaken. They pray until Lucifer had to give up and sit back. They pray until demon power was afraid of them. You believe that? This is why they had all night prayer meeting. What do we have today? We used to sing the song, Sweet Hour of Prayer. Brother Mark sang it tonight. Now was just a little talk with Jesus. Hey, Amen. We need to be praying through Amen. Calling on God. Amen. Getting desperate in the presence of God and saying, Lord, I need you like I never need you before. Listen, friends, we have no room to be a slack in this hour. We have no place to be sitting back and just, uh, just floating along in a, in, a, in a world of leisure. We have a very abstinent. Uh, Fighter, the enemy that's here before us. You see, an accumulation of prayer releases destruction against stronghold and satanic influences. Warfare prayer reclaims area of your life where principalities once dominated. You understand that? And you find yourself having nightmares... You find yourself just can't seem to uh, get a breakthrough in your spiritual life. Uh, you better check that house and that place where you're at. Yeah. Go back and, and, and see the history of what actually takes place there. And you might be shocked to know what has happened there on certain grounds. Yeah. Friends, i tell you, demons, uh, demons exist. The power yeah. of evil exists in the earth. Right. They're actually now even more than it's ever been yeah. in the earth that we live in. And you see them manifesting in our society among uh, uh, so-called renowned people in politics. You know it's got to be evil spirits that's possessing their minds to do the things that they're doing. It can't be true intelligence. It's demon possession upon the people's minds. You believe it? So we see now that... uh, uh, we can reclaim areas in our lives uh, where principalities once uh, dominates. Now, principalities are ruling uh, devil spirits possessing executive uh, authority and power over a certain area. Yes. Now, remember when they were cast out of heaven? The Bible read right in Revelation chapter uh, twelve. The Bible said the war between Michael and uh, uh, and Lucifer, the old serpent. Uh, and he drew a third of the angel with him here on earth. Now what was Satan doing here on earth? He was staking out his territories. He was staking out his grounds. His, his kingdom is not in heaven. His kingdom is on earth. Satan actually had power and control over the earth. This is why the Israelites, when they were journeying, if you notice that they had some of the hardest battles in certain areas there were certain valleys like the valley of Rephidim where it was demonically possessed by evil spirits and and, and, and the Israelites had to fight some of their severest battles in certain of these areas why because demonic power control those areas are we together tonight now, the devil's forces seeking, seeks uh, ter- territory to establish the long, long term uh, stronghold to which they may dominate and hold captives in our lives. You need to pray against that. You don't need to stop praying, Sister Brenda. We need to keep praying. You know what I'm talking about tonight. Because certain geographic location might be bound up by demonic power that needs to be broken. Hey, they've got, they have claims on areas and places, but they don't have the title deed. We have the title deed. The title deed has been handed back to the bride of Christ. You know why? Because Christ has cleared the title deed with the blood of redemption. How many believe that? When he dropped his blood upon us, he claims us as his own tonight. Oh, may God help us tonight is my prayer. We need intercessors to break these strongholds. We need uh, gatekeepers. And gatekeepers uh, are those in the Old Testament that refers to the elders uh, and others who sat at the gates of the city. The gatekeepers... Purpose is to stand guard over certain areas. You need to stand over your family. Over your dignity. Over your mind. Over your family. Over your economics. You need to stand as a gatekeeper over those grounds. You believe it? We need spiritual gatekeepers who can call upon Uh, To invade the borders where satanic forces uh, are encamped tonight. Now through active spiritual warfare prayers. We can loose gates over certain territories and evil spirits. To prevent them from entering into our world. Now let me say this friends. A lot of times people think just because they have a setback or something happened that God is doing this. You better know the mind of God before you start anything first. And if you know it's the mind of God, then you know God wants you to do it. And if for some reason you're having problems, you know demonic powers are there uh, starting to engage. Because first you know it's the will of God. Secondly, you know that God has promised you and he will carry you through. And if these problems are arising when you are in the will of God, then that prayer needs to be prayed over that situation and that circumstance to break the yoke of demonic powers. You believe it? Now we understand that gatekeepers can pray down the working of the Holy Spirit for specific purposes. This allowed the good man of the house to enter. Red Ram said, uh, in a message, earnestly contending, what you need is an old fashioned upper room. Hallelujah. Yeah. With the prayer meeting, where well, you pray down the power of God. Yeah. How many you ought to pray down? Yeah. You got to pray down the power of God because Satan is there warding off your prayers. You got to send up more prayers before the throne of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. This 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 kind of warfare, you're not going to get by life just saying a little grace I'm beside your bed in the morning, and maybe uh, saying a five minutes prayer in the morning, in the evening, and that's it. You got to be constant. You got to be vigilant. You got to have prayer on your minds, day and nights. You got to be prayed up in the Holy Ghost, because your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. I like what Brad Bram said, uh, where you pray down the power of God. You believe that? Yeah. You still believe the message, don't you? Yeah, don't. Amen. You believe you can pray down the power of God? Amen. Oh, I know people got spiritual on the message. Oh, we do done pass all that. We're in the third pool now. Well, then bring the heavens down if you got the third pool. We well, the prophet of God says right here, you need to pray down the power of God in your life. You believe it's. We are to all up the victory of Jesus over the host of evil. You know the kind of victory Jesus has won. You believe it? All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. This is the kind of authority we need to pray in our prayer lives. You believe it? When you hold that up against evil, you're praying warfare prayer. That Jesus says, All power is given unto me. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That every knee has to bow. Amen. Every devil has to bow. Every demon has to bow Amen. and release what he has been holding. Understand now that warfare prayer is a prayer to hinder evil operation in a place, a person, Or sing, just as Moses' hands were held up until victory was won, so the prayer warrior holds up the victory of Christ over evil until victory is won. Praise God! Some of you suffering with all kinds of evil uh, problems, sicknesses, and mental battles—you think that's from God? No, it's from Satan. It's principalities and powers that's given you all these sicknesses, these migraines, amen. these back problems, all these diseases. And the earth is Satan that's doing that. And you've got to recognize the enemy and know that's not from God. It's from Satan himself. But tonight i have power in the name of Jesus Christ to make this devil bow before me. You believe it? Hallelujah. We have war prayer, warfare prayers. Yes. And warfare prayers are directed at the host of hell. Yes. You know, so we do not pray against a, a physical person. We pray against the host of hell. Yes. Yes. You don't need to be praying against people. Pray against the devil tonight. Yes. When you pray, pray against the host of hell. The atmosphere is the host. And pray against the host of hell. You believe that? I believe Christians have been praying all kinds of prayers since the beginning of Christianity. Uh, certain prayers uh, do not bother the devil at all tonight. You realize that. But there are some prayers that really worries him. That's right. There are some prayers that really worries Satan. There's some that just pray, and the devil just laughs as their prayer. But there are some prayer, hallelujah, that are prayed that worries and frustrates the very hosts of hell tonight. You believe it? Understand that warfare prayer from an obedient saint will penetrate the strongholds of satanic forces. And why is it that sometimes a saint prays for a short while? and uh, some a long while before evil powers are broken? The answer is simple. The level of obedience to you by demons depends on the level of your own obedience to Almighty God. Praise God. If you're disobedient to God, demons are going to be disobedient to you. If your level of disobedience is at a certain degree, that degree is the same degree that's carried over to satanic power. Let me say that again. The level of obedience to you by demons will depend on the level of your obedience to Almighty God. Does that make sense? If you are 10% obedience to God, by the time the fellow who is a 90% obeyed, obedience has finished, you're still struggling. Yep. Is that right? Yes. You're still struggling because this guy is a 90% obedience to God. Demons are subject to him. Yes. Praise God. Yes. You know, we want God to bless us, but we don't, we don't realize how much is required of us as people of God tonight. Amen. God require our obedience. Can you say amen? amen. We're not the children of obedience tonight. We are the children of obedience. You believe that? And if your obedience is zero, you cannot handle demons. If you are living in incomplete obedience, then you have no power over demon powers. If you're only halfway obedience, demons will laugh at your prayers. The level of your obedience carry leverage in principalities. And powers tonight, You believe it? Yes. Listen, Paul. Paul will put it this way. Paul will tell us in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 6. And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience. Amen. We should be, we should be ready. We should be ready to, uh, to revenge all disobedience. In other words, cancel out disobedience from your life. Whatever you're doing right now, that's disobedience to God, canceled out. I have a vengeance, I have a revenge of all disobedience. You know, when, you're, when your obedience is not complete, no matter what you do in the name of Jesus, demons will not depart. I don't care what, what you do, what you say, demons will not depart. You believe that? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be playing with you. I'm gonna be playing with you right here. And what I'm about to say will send some of you into a rage. And if all you got is just a, a sanctified state, you've been sanctified, and don't have the Holy Ghost, you might even get mad at what I'm about to say. Right. But I must be honest with you and teach you the truth that you can be blessed. Some of you, have been cheating God. And you've held that tidings from the sale of your property. That's all included real estates, estates, houses, lands, properties, and inheritance from a deceased. Don't get quiet now. I'm going to preach to you guys. I don't need a blessing. I got all the blessing I need. Amen. And God can give me some more so I can bless others. Some of you wonder why I'm so blessed. You look at this church and say, where is this money coming from? I look to him and live tonight. Let me tell you, God's gonna curse you when you steal from him. You believe it? Your house is an investment. Any inheritance is capital gain to you. Therefore, you tied on all of your inheritance. All of your increase. Yeah. Read Deuteronomy 27, verses 30 through 31, and uh, Leviticus 27, 30 through 31, and Deuteronomy 14 and 22. Listen, if the investment produces dividends, interest, rent, or capital gain distributions, then you pay tithing on them as you pay taxes. On them. Come on now. I'm going to tell you all the truth right now. Some of you have been selling properties. Not paying God what the long say. If you make capital gain. You better pay God his tidings. All oh, people get this excuse. So praise God. I paid tide all year long. So praise the Lord. What I gained is my profit. The Bible says a tenth of all thine increase. You're quiet tonight. I'm going to drill heavy tonight because I want to bless you. Some of you have been cursed and God can't do nothing for you until I preach this message. I'm going to preach it flat and clear tonight so you can be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything you sell or you gain a capital gain on, if you have to pay taxes on it, then you have to tithe on it. Oh, you saw one scripture for that. Jesus says, render to Caesar that Caesar and unto God what's God. Is that correct? You believe it? The law of tiding is simply stated as one-tenth of all their interests. Interest means profits, compensations, increase. It is the wage of one employed, the profit from the operation of a business, the increase of one who grows or produce, or the income to a person from any other sources. Put it up big for me. Amen. All must be tied on according to God's law. Praise God. How many want you to be blessed? I don't want to owe God, friends. I don't want to get to heaven one day, and oh God, I want to I watch the clips. Many of you think that Dave Ramsey is a prophet. Why don't you listen to him? I watched the clips on him today, seven minutes clips on property and reality. He said, I'm going to tell you the way I do it. He said, I pay on everything to make sure that I have no problems when I get to the other side. And that's Dave Ramsey. Prophet Dave Ramsey. Your prophet. I love you. That's why I'm telling you the truth. Go and be in the Book of Acts, chapter five. You love Jesus, but a certain man named Ananias, with his wives of fire, Sapphira, or as fire his sold a possession. Y'all gonna get technical with me on this one. You know what he gonna say? Oh, that's possession. That's oh, he's already tired on that. No, God asked him to sell everything he had and give it to the church. Never mind, ten percent. Come on now, let's go. And keep that part of the price with his wife and being private to it and bought a certain part and and brought it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled on heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep that part of the price of the land? You see, they conspire. Seek God of what it is. You know the way I look at it is God let me keep 90, amen, and he only asked me for 10. You talk about a fair God. Come on now, church. But it's become a curse and a sin. I see it on other pastors I talk to across the country, amen, said people don't believe in paying title, realty, or selling, or whatever. Look, I'm not looking for you, amen, to give me your property. I don't want your property. Amen, I've got. Amen. What I'm looking for is for you to be blessed, Amen. for you to even ask if you ought to pay on this shame on you. Amen. Oh, let's read. I forgot. Why did it remain? Was it not thine own? Or after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why has thou conceived this thing in thine heart uh, that thou uh, as not? Um, uh, that was uh, not lie unto men, but unto God. Look how important this is. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghosts. And great care, fear came on all of them that heard these things. I'm telling you, I'm surprised we don't have more corpse in the churches. At least this man had the fear of God. That when Peter called him out, he gave up the ghosts. Amen. Let's, let's go a little further now. And the young man arose and, and, and bound him and carried him out and buried him. Yeah. And it was about the space of three hours after what his wife, not, not knowing was, uh, what was done, came in. We've got to fix that screen. It's all the way to the left side. I can't read it. And Peter answered and said unto her, Tell me whether you sow the land for such. And she said, Yea, for such. And Peter said unto her, How is it that he have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the, oh, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are now at the door, and shall carry thee out. First, then, Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young man came in and found her dead, and carried off. Her fort buried her with her husband. Verse 11. And great fear came upon all the church and upon many as heard these things. We can't get technical with God. I'm talking about how you can get through to Almighty God tonight. I'm talking about how you can get through your prayers to Almighty God. If you got 10% of obedience, you're only going to control 10% of demon powers That's controlling your mind, your spirit, your family, your finances, your health, your dignity, your pride, and your household. 100% obedience is what God is looking for. You believe it? 100% obedience. Some of you are going to be mad at me. I know what I just did. But you know what? If you love me and you love Jesus Christ, you know I just told you the truth. Is that right? You want the truth, don't you? The Bible said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Amen. So I mean, you need to be freed from this, this area I just spoke about. Amen. Amen. Listen friends, don't take a chance with God. This is of matter. Money is a big matter with God. Right. That God killed two people instantly over the law of obedience. Oh, yeah. right. Is that correct? Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, Brother Joseph, I'll tell you what. I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, I don't care what you say. I don't want to hear what you say. I'll tell you what God says. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Whatever God gives me, I don't want to give ten. I give more on top of that. And I'm not telling you I want any of yours. I don't want a chance with well, Almighty God. Even Dave Ramsey in that interview today, he said, "Man, this woman calling up talking about selling her house or something like that and paying time. said, I- "I'm just going to tell you, this is me. I don't have any scripture for it, but I'd rather give more than to old God when I get up on the other side." Amen. And God says, "You know what? You owe me some money." So where am I going to get that money? I don't have any. I end up in hell. This is from Prophet Ramsey, but I'm telling you what the Word of God says tonight. Is this all right? 100% obedience is what God is looking for. Then you can command demons to depart without winking and they'll flee in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, I say, take your heads off of my child. Yes. Hallelujah. Them demons know the percentage of your obedience. Hallelujah. That man speaks with power. Hallelujah. That man has got 100% obedience. Let's run. Get out of this place. Come on, church. Like all personalities, listen, evil spirits can think, listen, communicate, experience things, uh, act, react, speak to our minds, uh, and hear what we say. Are you with me now? Didn't Brother Graham say that? He said, that's what gets me in trouble. He said, all times I just say something and Satan gets ahead of me because I said it. He said, i learned to harness my vocabulary to not say what I'm going to do. Because Satan beats me to that place. Right. Is that right? Yeah. The devil listens. Right. Satan is real yeah. tonight. Right. You believe that? Yeah. Satan is real and he's listening to your conversation. Right. You see, they watch our reactions and make plans and strategies. Just like I just preached. They're testing your reactions. They're just testing what I just told you to get you blessed tonight. You can take it and be angry, be sore, and you can take it. Lord, you know what? I've come short somewhere. I have got to do what God says because I want 100% obedience over demon power in my family. You believe it? So they watch out. They watch our reactions and make plans and strategies Because of their character, the characteristics in them, we need to speak to them uh, when we do warfares. Hallelujah. We need to speak to the devil, amen, when we're doing warfares. And come directly with him. And we need to talk to him. Say, Satan, you did this and you did that. And I'm telling you now, because I'm obedient to God, I'm telling you, you're going to have to lose This territory and this power you have upon my heritage and upon my life, upon my body, upon my business, upon my church, upon my family. In the name of Jesus Christ, I have power over you. You believe it? Praise God tonight. You see, we need to rebuke them verbally. Deny them access into our lives. In the Bible, Jesus addresses the devil and demons directly. And he told us that greater things than these shall we do. Every miracle that Jesus performed uh, in the Bible can be found in the Old Testament. The only thing that Jesus did that was never done before by any prophets of the Old Testament was the way he dealt with evil spirits. And those evil spirits recognize him. Is that correct? Show me one place in the Old Testament when demon, where demons recognize any of the prophets or any of the people. He knew he had power and authority over those demons. Just reading this morning, that man at Gadaria, that maniac man, when he saw Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. He said, man, he said, are, are you come to torment us? Amen. Are you come to torment us? He knew how to take power over demonic spirits. And this was a miracle that Jesus has given to the church to have power over spirits. You believe it? Yes, they recognize how he dealt, amen, with them. And it was done by fervent prayer. Then Jesus said that, amen. When his disciples came around, they were, they, were, they were having just a little talk with Jesus, trying to cast out devils, and devils devils jumped upon them and tore their clothes and everything. And Jesus could not cast out the devil out of a certain man. Amen. And, and, and I mean, not Jesus, but his disciples. Finally, they brought the, 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 the man to Jesus, and Jesus laid his hands upon him and commanded that demon to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. And his disciples came to him and said, why can we? Why could we not have done this? He said, this kind comes by what? Fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Sometimes you got to push everything back and say, Lord, today this dinner and this feast is with you. Today my feast is not steak and eggs and, and toast and, 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 and mashed potatoes. Uh, today my feast is prayer with you today I'm going to have a feast I'm going to have a prayer feast with Jesus because this kind comes by fasting and prayer you believe it Do you love him tonight you see people who are slack in fervent prayer will find themselves harassed by principalities and powers Oh, the devil's arresting me. The devil's tormenting me. You just told me that you don't have any prayer life. Right. Amen. When you're prayed up, demons are afraid of you. Right. I'm telling you, friends, you better be prayed up. Yeah. Amen. And know where you're going. You think, oh, that's a bunch of stuff back in the old Bible. Let me tell you, Satan, it doesn't have uh, the horns and, and, and a tail anymore. He's disguised into modern society. Yeah. When you go into those restaurants, you better be praying up. Amen. When you go to the mall and go to pump your gas or go into Walmart, you better be prayed up. Yes. Them murdering spirits are out there to kill and destroy people. Yes. You believe it? Yes. And dare even say a word to somebody you don't know. They'll pull a gun out right on, blow your head off. Right. And you better quit having those road rage that you're having. Yes. Right. Amen. They're going to rage you right off into another dimension. Them devils are in the earth. You believe it? That's the truth. You love them tonight, but you see, they, are right. they are right. These these spirits will harass people, amen. That don't have a fervent prayer life because there are no walls of protection built by prayer. And every league of evil spirits invades uh, their world. you got to build up petitions uh, of prayer against your son, against your daughter, against your business, against your family, against your church, against your pastor. You need to build up walls a petition that Satan cannot penetrate through. Are you with me? Some of you look like I'm preaching something way off of the left field. I'm talking right where you live. Hey, we need to be building some walls. Our prayer says, Satan, you cannot invade against that wall. That's right. You believe it? You see, many people are under silent bondage like this. And they cannot talk to anybody about what they're going through because of the guilt trip of not being prayed up. They'll tell you right quick, I'm just just going to, you know, I just keep this all to myself. It's a guilt trip. If you're prayed up, you'll find a good brother and a sister and say, you know what? Come on. We're going to pray together. We're going to put this devil on the move. Oh, I miss mama so much. I tell you, it's been a hard week for me. Even when I get pinned in the corner of our prayer, you know what you'll say? Come on, son. Even get on your knees right now. Amen. Friends, I tell you what, we have prayed and prayer that ship highway 24 out here. Amen. It's what we need in the church. Amen. It's what we need in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Prayer warriors, people that knows how to prayer. When you pray warfare prayer, things begin to happen. Warfare prayer will locate the enemy that has been hiding. Yes, it will. Amen. You know what? That's why Brother Brandon can stand there. What a prayer of life. Some people think, oh, he was just given a gift of discernment. Brother Brennan prayed for that gift. Yeah, yeah. You realize that? He spent hours of praying to keep that gift of God intact with the Holy Ghost current of the Spirit. He did. He prayed. He fasted. He prayed night and day before he went to those meetings. This is why he can locate those demon powers in the meeting because God showed them where they were. He already saw what the spirits were sitting before he got there. You believe it? I'm telling you the truth. I'm just, I'm just preaching So warfare prayer. Locate the enemy that has been hiding. He will tell Billy Paul on the way. There will be a sister sitting in the back with a pink dress. Amen. She'll have a white bow on. She's got a devil that's possessing her. Amen. That spirit is. is she's addicted to certain habits. And it will be exactly why. Because warfare prayer. Locate the enemy that's been hiding. You need to find out where the devil is hiding. You love him tonight. Some of you look scared tonight. Listen, I'm telling you the truth in the name of Jesus Christ. And this is nothing you haven't heard before. Amen. I'm telling you, you need to find where Satan is hiding tonight. Amen. God, help us. See, a lot of people notice when they start praying, they start having strange dreams. And it's because for the first time, they're praying the kind of prayer to touch the roots of their problems. And when the problems are exposed, it is now your duty to deal with them one by one. Hallelujah. One by one. And you know, this is it, Lord. This has got to go. Amen. This is it. This has got to go. I've got to be more obedient over here. I've got this Babylonian garment here. It's got to go, Lord. I've got this wedge of gold here. It's got to go. One by one, you have to deal with the problems. Now, y'all want to serve God? How many is the bride of Christ? How many of you still want to serve God? Amen. And be Christians. Christian ain't easy. It ain't for cowards. Amen. It's for real sons and daughters of God. It's for people serious about life. It's for people who want to make heaven their home. It's for attributes of God tonight. You believe it? God help us. And I've given you, I went back and I looked at some of this. Amen. Actually back in 2000, I think it was, maybe 2005. Somewhere I, I ministered on this line. And, and I, I'm going to give you some of the warfare prayers that you need to pray, you need to pray tonight. And we understand that we have to deal with these problems one by one. What do you pray about when you're doing warfare prayer? Can I give you a couple of them quickly before I close? Number one, breaking soul ties. Breaking soul ties. You see, a lot of people have been tied and have tied their souls to the past sins while living defeated today. You need to be praying A soul ties prayer. That your soul is not tied to your failures and your sins of the past. Say, Lord, i break these ties upon my soul in the name of Jesus Christ. You believe it? Warfare prayer is needed to break these ties. Amen. Breaking soul ties. Some of your soul is so caught up in the past. That's all you can talk about is the the past. You realize there's demonic power influencing your bodies, your mind, your spirits, and you're giving into that. You need to break that tie in Jesus' name. How many believes you got power to break it in the name of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. God doesn't know you sin and you messed up. God doesn't know that you lost amen, your virtue and you did this and you did that. And you lied and you steal and, and you are a whoremonger and, and, a, and, a, and a whore and whatever. I don't know what it is. and prostitutes and everything else. Amen. God knows all about it. But now you're a new person. Jesus Christ has made a way for you tonight. You need to break those soul ties from the past in Jesus' name. Do it once and for all. Lord, I'm not tying my soul to my past sins while living defeated today. I'm not. I'm not tying my soul to that thing that happened in the past. Some of you can't even get past the past. How do you expect God to show you the future? Hey, we need to ask God, Lord. Let me get past the past and see Jesus Christ. That I'm a new creation in Christ. Yes. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Yes, I don't care what it is. Amen. The devil torments. you. That's the first thing it brings to your mind when you pray. You remember when you were a teenager you did this. You remember you kissed this girl. You remember you fooled around with this guy. You remember you lied to your mom. You remember you did this. The devil's got a good memory when it comes to tying your souls to the past. You need to break it. Are you with me right now? Amen. Can I give you some more tonight? Amen. Number two, release from evil. Domination and control. When a person say, I refuse evil to dominate me. Or I refuse evil to control me. They are praying warfare prayers. You need a release from evil domination and control of your minds. Hallelujah. Some folks, that's all they're possessed with is their minds. They're so dominated by evil thoughts and evil things and and things, uh, uh, evil domination and control. And Satan is controlling their minds. You need to pray and ask God and refuse to let those evil dominate you. And refuse to let them control you. Reject them in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul said in what St. Corinthians, he said, Cast out imaginations and every high saint that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. How many are willing to do that? Amen. Release from evil domination and control over your lives. You're not what you, uh, what you was. You're a different person now. You believe it. Can I get a witness? You're a different person now. You're not that old person that's been passed away, burned up with the holy fire of God. You believe it? Release from evil domination is necessary for spiritual growth. You believe it? Number three, I got to close. Release from acquired and inherited bondage. You know God didn't put us in bondage. Some of us we acquire the bondage. I gotta carry this sin. I gotta carry this cross. I gotta do this penance because because I sin. No Jesus has already carried it for you. You believe it? And some of you have uh, inherited uh, bondages uh, uh, from generations. You need to ask God to help you tonight. And when a person has acquired or inherited a bondage. The kind of prayer that will set him free is warfare prayer. Hallelujah, devil. I just want you to know that every bondage that I've acquired or inherited... I break it today in the name of Jesus Christ. You know why? Because I'm obedient to God. Amen. God has asked me to follow him. I'm reading the book of Luke. Amen. Matthew. Mark Luke right now. Going through the Bible again. And I never cease to amaze. Every time I read the four gospels. Every time Jesus, amen, walked past when he was accumulating his disciples. He only said two words to them. "Come Come follow me. Come follow me. Come follow me. Come follow me. That's what we need to do is drop everything else and come follow Jesus. The gods were mending their nets and Jesus walked by and said, come follow me. And the word will tell us they left their nets and followed Jesus. You need to leave the acquired bondages and inherited bondage and follow Jesus the word. God is setting you free tonight. Amen. You can stay where you're at. You know what? I'm liberated in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm not asking to be blessed. I'm already blessed. In my body, in my soul, in my mind, in my health, in my finances, in my church. For the people I pastor, God says, I bless you and no man shall curse you. Yes. Amen. You love him. Amen. Where are we at? Number four. Breaking of generational curses, spells, charms, and bewitchments. Oh, brother Joseph, that's not even in the word. You haven't read your Old Testament. Come on. There were sorcerers and uh, witch doctors and charmers and and all kinds of modern day uh, bewitchments, amen, that we see here. They had them back in the Bible days. You know that? And do you know that they're still alive today under disguisements? What do you think the Zodiac is? Some of you, I got to see what my Zodiac is. You better get that devil off your life and see what Jesus says about you. Some of you, only time you can get your fortune is when you go to the Chinese restaurant. You need to read your Bible and see you're already blessed. Buddha don't need to be telling you that. Come on, church. Generation curses are judgments that are passed on to individuals because of sins perpetuated in a family in a number of generations. Watch this now. Generation curses are similar to original sin curses because they can be passed down on a generation basis. Lamentation 5 and 7. Let me give you the scripture for it. Our fathers have sinned and are not, and we are born their iniquities. Watch this. This is the Bible. Amen. This is Bible I'm talking about right now. He said, Our fathers have sinned and are not, and we have born their iniquities. Generational curses are similar to original sin curses because they can be passed down on a generation base or a generational base. Some of you inherited things that you, you didn't ask for. Finally, suddenly it just bursts out of you. It's like, where did that come from? Way back, great, 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 great grandfather, such and such and such. You can chalk it up to him. Amen. Or my old grandmother such and such. Suddenly things just come out and you wonder where in the world did these things come from. They are there. They are there. There are many people today who are living under the bondage that the sins of their forefathers has brought them under. Under some symptoms of generational curse are continual negative pattern of something being handed down from generation to generation. Amen. Everything is just 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 negative. Always just negative. Everything is just negative. They can find the negative. Doesn't matter what you do, they'll find the negative. It doesn't matter how good you make it. They're going to find something wrong with it. Brother Matthew, it doesn't matter how good you build it. Somebody's going to critique it. They all get their eyes is only going to go and not going to crack in the wall over there. But they don't see everything that you built. Is that right, Kyle? Talk to me now. I'm talking to you tonight. Hey, Amen. You see, you've got you to gotta understand that some of these things have passed on in our lives. So, yeah. Lord, help me. Help me not to be like that. Amen. Yeah. Pessimistics. Yeah. Amen. Always yeah. pessimistic. You know that just nothing crushes my spirit more than a pessimistic person. Yeah. And you're trying to be positive, you're trying to just hold up the ban and everything. And there they are, they're sour old puss over there. Amen, trying to tell you something negative. Yeah. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. Now the spiritual bondage involves spirits of disobedience and rebellion passed down through generation by demonic influences. For Samuel uh, 15, 23, quickly, if you don't mind. For rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. And, and I put it in a different category. For rebellion, which is rooted by bitterness... Is as the sin of witchcraft, divination, fortune telling. Watch how powerful this is. That is divination through demonic influences, demons that you inherit from your ancestors, or through presumptuous disobedience. Doesn't automatically leave you tonight. You might, they must be confessed and cast out. Well, I believe the message. I am in the message. The devil's in the message too. You know what he's doing in the message? Holding captives in the message. That's what he's doing in this message. Amen. He's in a message holding people in the bondage of their past. Are you staying with me now? I- I- I'm going to get through this. Amen. Somebody's going to help me to get through it tonight. Somebody say amen tonight. They must be confessed and cast out. Because you were born a sinner and outside of God's covenant, you are still living under the curses handed down to you. And demons can enter uh, you through those curses. But once you've accepted Jesus Christ, those curses are broken automatically. But often the demons that enter in before you accepted Christ still need to be cast out. Are you with me? Come on, church. They still need to be cast out. So Is that one Bible for that? I'll show you Bible in just a moment. Amen. There were people in Jesus' meeting. Amen. There were people in Brother Branham's meeting that accepted Jesus Christ. Amen. But they were demon possessed. Amen. Come on, church. Because those demons that were passed out in generational curses into their body, even though they accepted Christ, those spirits had to be cast out. Amen. Are you following me now? Amen. So We understand that demons often don't leave on their own accord. And when they don't, the remedy is to get rid of him is by casting them out tonight. Amen. And how do we do this? How do we do it with spirits that enter in through generational curses? It is very simple. Mark sixteen seven. The Bible says, "And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name; they shall what? Cast out devils. Cast out devils. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. In my name they shall cast. You know what? You know what the problem is. Satan is in the message. Holding people hostages and in bondage in the message churches. Telling them that they don't have demons and they're not possessed. And he's holding them in padlocks. Yes. Hallelujah. But God is saying that I can deliver you tonight because I set you free in the book of redemption. Amen. I still believe in redemption, don't you? Yes. Amen. But in your body is dwelling some things there that your bodies become a habitat for evil spirits. Amen. And they need to be run out of your bodies, your mind, your spirits, your homes. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Learn of the spiritual authority that Jesus has given you over demon spirits. And I say by faith. They can command those spirits to leave in Jesus' name. You believe it? Confess warfare prayers. Say in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood I now renounce and break and sever all curses that have been handed down to me from my ancestor. I break them by the power in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I now loose myself and my future generation from any bondages passed down to me from any ancestors. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, I don't need them. I don't need They're not going to hold me. Amen. I'm a child of God. Great, you're a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. No devil's going to hold me down. Amen. I was born to be a son of God, to reign on this earth, to be the queen of, of this Eden someday, that Satan's Eden. is going to be God's Eden in the name of Jesus Christ. When you break a curse or a spell, you command a charm to become powerless. You decree that a bondage shall not continue to operate. Or release something from bewitchment, you are doing warfare prayers. Praise God. Hallelujah. No bewitchment over my life, amen, is going to come. You don't believe it? You ought to travel with me some, amen, down in the Amazon and places, amen, when them guys are drumming up demon spirits, where we cast out spirits for several hours, amen, them guys are over there rubbing bones and powder and everything together, and suddenly there's storms coming up, amen, in the water and things, you don't think demons are real? Come go with me sometime. You better have the Holy Ghost in this age. Amen. Fourth, and I close. Amen. Destruction of evil communication. You see, many people are caught in communication bondage with satanic forces. And they find themselves uh, talking with the devil on a regular basis. You need deliverance, uh, destruction over evil communication. What are you talking to the devil over? I mean, you didn't know, talk to Jesus Christ. You know how I know that? Because people come to me and tell me, Satan told me this. And Satan told me that. And Satan told me that. Why are you talking to the devil? Talk to Jesus. You need deliverance from evil communication. You can pray like this. I don't want anything evil to communicate with me. And I declare this by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then you break that communication system in the name of Jesus. I bring the blood of Jesus Christ over this. Satan, quit talking to me. Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Quit talking to me. I got an uncle down in Guyana, South America. Every moment, every living hour of his days, thank you, Jesus. How you doing up there, Jesus? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Every time you got a word come, how you doing, Jesus? Lord. Amen. The man just talking, it sounds like, what is he doing every time you talk to him? is praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. I asked him one time. I said, "Why are you always like praise Jesus every every minute? Praise Jesus." He said, "You sure don't want me to praise Satan?" I said, "Boy, you got me good there." Amen. Praise Jesus. Come on now. You need to spend less time communicating with evil spirits and connect into the heavenlies. Fifth, Amen. Commanding Satan to release all that he has stolen. How many like to do that? For everything the enemy has stolen from you. You can say yes. I want them back sevenfold. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Come on now. I don't just want 1%. Satan, you got to pay interest on this that you stole from me. I want it back sevenfold. Of what you stole from me. Arresting and binding sickly, sixly. Only got one more. Arresting and binding territorial spirits. In ter- ter- Territory. Wherever you live, you must be there must be some spirits around controlling the place. Yeah. And you will arrest them and bind their powers anywhere you find yourself. Do warfare prayers. Yeah. Come on now. You go in a great grocery store, Lord, I cast out every maniac from this place in Jesus' name. You women, you better be careful when you're going in a bunch of perverts, going in those places, dressing up like, what do you call them, uh, Dress. cross-dress? Dress. I saw a thing the other day at Walt Disney, that little kitty coming in, and they got a guy dressed up like a woman, greeting them poor little kids. Hey, man, what's wrong with this cuckoo world? Hi. And some of you go spend your heart on money to, to say, I'm going to make sure if I'm going to Disney World, that guy in there. My eyes come point blank. Is that shim there? He doesn't know if he's a he or a she. It's a shim. Get him out of the way. I want my kids, my grandchildren to see the real person. They're all sick and perverted. Soon we're going to have to start our own team parks. Come on, Brother Matt. Hey, man, there's a business idea right there. (laughs) Come on. We ain't going to be able to go out there in the world anymore. They ain't got nothing. Oh, my goodness my time going come on let me finish it can, I, can you bear with me just finish this one more claiming back lost grounds a ground that is lost is claimed back through warfare prayer what am I saying is our musicians come please Says the truth is that millions and millions of apparently normal and respectable people needs serious deliverance Everything we do in the house of God, the devil can do a lot of it better. Yeah. And the only thing he cannot do is warfare prayers. That's is that right? right. Is that right? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. The only thing he can't do is warfare prayers. Right. I lay hands on those grandbabies every time I see them. Hallelujah. Yeah. I pray for him. I got a granddaughter right there. She's a prayer warrior. Amen. Five years of age. You'll catch her up in her room on her kneeling. She already got a kneeling stool. Yeah. That's the truth. You don't believe me? Ask her mom. Amen. Up there praying to God. Oh, Jesus, help, Lord God. Yes. Touch people's lives. Praying on a praying stool. Amen. That's what you need to be modeling for your family, friends. What? Amen. Let me know there's a praying mama somewhere, yes. amen, where they saw something real. Yes. You better be praying in this age. What? I'm not trying to be mean or uh, be arrogant tonight. I'm telling you the truth in Jesus' name. Amen. God, help us. We have the power over satanic strongholds and influences by a consistent prayer life. And may God give us all more gatekeepers, intercessors in His church. That our fervent, constant prayer will burst through the atmosphere and bring deliverance and victories to our families. Are you willing to do that with me? Would you please stand with me upon your feet? And and I'm sorry I took so much time, but you know what? I'm 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 sorry. I take that back. I'm I'm not, I'm not sorry. Amen. I have to tell you the truth tonight. Amen. And I got about 20 more pages here. Amen. I'm just just scraping the surface, but I have to tell you the truth. Amen. You need to get deliverance from this idea that I'm in the message and I'm fine. Because let me tell you, Satan is not outside of the message. He's in the message and he's working in the church pews of the message churches. And you know what he's doing? He's, he's accumulating captives. Praise God. The Lord has given us a message tonight. Amen. That we can pray for our family. It's family time. This is part 12 in the family. Amen. Let's pray for our family. Let's pray these warfare prayers and let's be obedient to God. Right. Pray over them children. Hallelujah. Yes. Every time I grab those grandkids, yes. man, I pray over them. Give them the Holy Ghost, Lord. Yes. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Every time I hug my girls, amen. God bless my girls. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Right. Lord, you see Wes, where is at. Yes. You see Caleb and Carolyn. Yes. Send the Holy Ghost. Yes. I believe in my prayers. Yes. I have confidence in my prayers. And I believe my prayers is going to burst into the atmosphere and ignite. Hallelujah. It's going to ignite what I'm asking God for. You believe it? What am I simply saying? Don't give up. Don't give up. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. Hallelujah. As long as your hands are lifted up, amen, the devils are defeated in the valley of Raphadim. Hallelujah. As long as you're looking up to Calvary, amen, Satan is defeated. You believe it? How many believe what I'm saying? It's the truth. You know it is the word of God tonight. God bless you. I love you, friends. I love you. Hallelujah. And everything happens on Wednesday. Electric man at the door. I need to turn the power off for a little bit and change the meter off. on. a Wednesday? You can't do that. I'm doing my sermons right now. I Goes the light. The light comes back on. Take the crazy Apple Mac to reboot forty-five minutes. You know what I do then? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Time to pray. That's right. That's right. Come on, church. You know it is, brother Matt. Everything happens on Wednesdays. Yes. You know why? Because Satan knows that you're going to go to the house of God, That's right. and you need to hear this message. That's right. You know what, Matt? I commend you. I see you in your work clothes. You came to church tonight. You worked hard. You did a lot. And God, and you and and Colin, God's going to bless you for it. And I'm going to tell you right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you a blessing that that you wouldn't have room enough even to receive that blessing. You receive it, lift your hands up and receive it in the name of Jesus. God's going to bless your business, every endeavorance that you do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you want it, you can lift yours up too. And say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. I love you. I love you. Praise the Lord. It's late, but I'm waiting because I got something very special that's coming to me this week. It's a precious little Naomi. Hallelujah. I said to Rachel, we're waiting, we're praying. And you know, she was so sick. God woke me up all night. I prayed for my baby, and she was sick all night. And then I look down there, and she's opening our Bible in the house of God, and that baby don't drop down there. So it's a wonder if she hasn't pitched over. Amen. The baby's done got so low. But this week, you're going to shout with me because you know what? Sybil May's coming. Hallelujah. Amen. You enjoy the message tonight? Amen. I called in. I'm going to be at church, but I called in a preacher for this weekend because I'm expecting a brand-new grandbaby that I'm going to hold. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. You're going to pray for me? Remember, amen. I um, in prayer. Lord, I just can, I know God will bless them. I appreciate you so much. You want to sing a song? Are we too late? Are we on time? We can sing a song? Okay. All right. Let's sing another song. Then we'll let you go home because we got a lot to do, don't we, Brother Matt? Tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. Hallelujah. Let's sing this one song.
2: I will share by a heavy burden.
4: tonight? Do you love the Lord Jesus tonight? Do you gladly receive the word tonight? The Bible, Jesus gave the parable about the sword that went out of the soul and some by the wayside and somebody rocks and some that gladly receive the word and break forth some 30, some 60, some 100. What are you going to be tonight? I'm not sung for being a 30 or 60fold bride. I'm going to be a 100, 100 fold bride And they say, Do you believe it? Hallelujah! A church on fire with the Word of God. God bless you. We appreciate you. Saints of God, we welcome you back to uh, viewer service coming Sunday. This Sunday, uh, uh, I believe, our um, our classes here at Children's Church at 945. And then Sunday School is at 10. The tape will be playing here at 1030. And then they'll be preaching here by the grace of God. Brother Trevor will be with us this Sunday by God's grace. I had him on standby, so... Uh, We'll just see what the Lord will do for us. Do you love him?